0: This is the Passive Wealth Strategy Show, Real Estate for Busy Professionals, the show that will help you escape the Wall Street casino and build wealth on Main Street by investing in real estate. I'm your host, Taylor Lode, and I help busy people passively invest in commercial real estate. If you'd like to learn more, go to investwithtaylor.com. I'm coming to you solo today, no guest, to share with you the best lesson that I ever received as a real estate investor how it helped me scale, and also give you a concrete recent example of that lesson in action. So we're gonna dig into that. And the recent example that we're gonna go through is that my fiance and I recently closed on a new home. So today is Tuesday, June 21st of 2022. We closed on this new home last week, moved in over the weekend, and I've received a lot of questions from other real estate investors, which are very reasonable questions, about whether we're house hacking this new home and whether we're holding our old home as a rental. We're going to dig into the decisions that we made, why we made those decisions, and how the theme, the broader theme, the underlying principle that drove those decisions has helped us build a real estate portfolio over the last number of years as we've bought multifamily apartment complexes, invested in self-storage, and so much more. There is One lesson that underlies all of that, and this is a concrete example, a case study of that lesson, that principle in action. So first off, let's start talking about house hacking. If you're not sure what a house hack is, it's basically when you buy a house and live in it and rent out part of the house to others. For some people, that means buying a duplex and renting out the spare unit or triplex or quad, renting out the other units and covering the mortgage payment with that rent, or buying a bigger house than you need and having roommates. Some folks also do this with short-term rentals, which can bring in a lot of revenue. We decided not to do that. We made a very calculated decision not to do any of those things. And the reason boils down to one thing, one thing that's helped me in my real estate investing career. It helped us start doing deals and it's helped me move forward as a real estate investor and continue to scale and do more. And that one thing is focus. Our primary investment vehicles are large multifamily and self-storage properties. House hacking a duplex would be a distraction from our primary investment vehicles and it would tie up equity in an asset that does not fit our model or our goals. It would take time, which is really our most finite, our most limited resource. Our most limited resource for everybody is not money, it's time. We're all limited. We all have 24 hours in the day. And having a duplex to me would take more time than it would be worth. Also having a roommate, frankly, that's not the lifestyle that we want to live. We wanna have a house that we wanna live in for the next number of years on our own that we're very fond of. And fortunately we were able to make that happen. It was very hard, but we made that happen. So focusing on our one investment strategy. On the other side of that, like I said, a lot of folks asked us if we're gonna keep the old house and use that as a rental because it would cash flow. It wouldn't cash flow a lot, but it would produce cash flow even if I hired a property manager. It would produce something. I think in the long run, it has a pretty good likelihood of appreciating just based on the property itself, its location. You know, I don't need to give too much away here, but I think it would do pretty well, better in terms of appreciation than in terms of cash flow. But again, going back to focus, we need to focus on the thing, the strategy that we've dedicated ourselves to and what we're specialized in. And having all of the equity locked up in that other property doesn't match our strategy. Additionally, based on how the property itself would perform versus our other options, that property would underperform the other options that we have available in terms of returns and everything. And I'm not gonna name here, but based on my calculations and my projections, our other options are better and better fit with our long-term investment goals in a dollar's sense and in terms of uh, in terms of raw dollars and percentage return return on equity but again to go back to time even if we had a property manager spending the time to manage that property manager manage the property handle the financials do little maintenance things that would come up here and there there's also an HOA I'm on the board that takes a lot of time It's not worth it, right? Again, time is our most finite resource. So we're focusing on the assets that we've dedicated ourselves to as real estate investors. We're selling the old property. We're not doing a house hack. Now for you, if you're out there, if you wanna do a house hack, great, go for it. Know what you're getting into. I'm not telling you not to do it. I'm saying focus on what makes sense for you. And for us, a house hack just doesn't make sense. Hanging onto the old property as a rental also doesn't make sense. As an added bonus, since that old property was our primary residence for a sufficient amount of time, we're going to qualify for a capital gains tax exemption. So we get to cash out that equity, not pay a tax on the gain, and then roll that into one of our multifamily or self-storage deals which is really what we're going for, we're dedicated to and moving forward on these deals. In my experience as a real estate investor, I really, years ago when I was first getting started, I spun my wheels when I was trying to get that first deal done. I couldn't get it done. And the main reason was because I was not focused on exactly what I needed to do and exactly the types of assets that I wanted to invest in. I've said on the show before that I have a little bit of a predisposition for shiny object syndrome, as many real estate investors do, right? We move, or we tend to move from one shiny object to another. Maybe we go to a conference and we hear about a new asset class that somebody's doing really well with, and we think, hey, I'm going to go to that one now. Well, then we move away from the other one that we were focusing on right? And there are many successful investors, successful business people like Bill Gates and Warren Buffett who name focus and their ability to say no to things that don't make sense or don't match their specific strategy and goals is really the key to their success. They say no far more than they say yes. 99 out of a hundred times, they're saying no. And in this case, I'm saying no to the house hack I'm saying no to holding on to the old property as a rental, but what I'm saying yes to is what I've already said yes to what I've been saying yes to for years, multifamily and self storage. That's what I'm dedicated to. So for yourself and your real estate investments, no matter what it is, it doesn't have to be the same things that I invest in. That's okay. But I encourage you, if you're struggling, if you're spinning your wheels, you're not getting the traction that you need, you're not moving forward like you need to. See if you can focus more on the things and like one asset class. What is the thing you need to do today to move yourself forward in your chosen asset class? Focus on that. Don't bounce back and forth. And if you're not sure if you're focused, if maybe you think you have some of that shiny object syndrome, take a step back, reflect, think about that. Have you bounced around between asset classes before you've really made progress with one you go find another one it's okay a lot of us do that i did that i did that for a while until i learned the importance once again of focusing on the thing the asset class the strategy whatever it is focus on the thing that you're dedicated to so that's why i'm not doing a house hack that's why i don't do short term rentals that's why i'm not holding on to the old property as a rental even though it would cash flow i'm focused on multifamily and self-storage, and that's it. If you're struggling, if you're spinning your wheels, can you focus more on your thing? No matter what it is, I'm not telling you what your thing should be, but can you focus on it a little bit harder? Maybe you can. I wanna thank you for tuning in here. I hope this lesson is helpful, helpful for you. I hope this knowledge is helpful for you. Focusing really made a huge difference in my success as a real estate investor. And I'm constantly reminding myself, I'm constantly thinking about how can I remain focused on the one thing? How can I remain focused on my asset classes? How can I remain focused on my wealth strategy to continue to move forward? Once again, I'm your host, Taylor Lote. I invest in multifamily and self-storage properties, and I help people passively invest in those deals as well. If you'd like to learn more about what I do, just go to investwithtaylor.com, schedule a call with me, and I'll look forward to speaking with you. Then if I can help you in any way, I'll be happy to do that, and I'll look forward to talking with you soon. We recently released a seven-day video course on red flags in passive real estate investing. If you'd like to learn more about that, if you'd like to get the course, go to PassiveRealEstateCourse.com. You'll get that instant access to that. I hope that is helpful for you as well. Thank you for tuning in today on Tuesday, June 21st of 2022. We're pretty much halfway done with 2022 here, you guys. These years go faster every time. Everyone is faster than the last one. Keep moving forward, work on your one thing every day, Focus on your path and you'll make it happen. Right now, I hope you have a great rest of your day. We'll be back here on Thursday with another interview. Take care.